Welcome to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. This week, the twins will be talking about two of the world's most haunted graveyards. First, Melissa will tell Jackie about the history and hauntings of Greyfriars Kirkyard in Edinburgh, Scotland. The cemetery is so haunted that there have been over 350 reported physical attacks on its guests. Let's get creepy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ew, That's Creepy podcast. Today, Jackie and I are going to be talking about haunted graveyards. Ooh, spooky, 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 spooky. (laughs) I feel like cemeteries are already, you know, just have that creepy vibe to them, obviously. So, I feel like a lot of cemeteries are rumored to be haunted. (laughs) I know. They definitely are, you know. And that's why... But it also would make sense. It does make sense. You know, it's like every... I feel like every town has their cemetery that's rumored to be haunted. So I was, like, really trying to find one today that was known around the world to be haunted. And there was a lot of facts and, like, a lot of stories about it because... You know, everyone says that their little local graveyard is haunted, but where's the proof, people? Give us one that's notorious. Exactly. And so I also wanted to do one that wasn't in the United States because, I don't know, I was feeling international this week. (laughs) So today I'm going to be telling Jackie about the Greyfriars Kirkyard in Edinburgh, Scotland. Oh, I don't think we've done a Scotland story yet. Either. I don't think we have either. Unless, did we, did one of our restaurants that was haunted when we did that one story? Or no, were those in the United States? I thought those were in the United States. My bad. We've done so many episodes, I kind of do forget sometimes. Okay, well, if not, hey, Scotland, woo. <laughs> so, in Greyfriars Kirkyard, like I said, it's in Edinburgh, which is the capital of Scotland. And it's one of the oldest cities in Scotland. There's a ton of history there. Um, It's really, you know, naturally beautiful. So, of course, and everyone knows that in the cities that are super, super old, they're usually rumored to be haunted in some places. And Edinburgh is rumored to be haunted in a couple different places. But most notoriously, this one. And a, a kirkyard is like a churchyard in Scotland. So there's a churchyard. There is oftentimes cemeteries. So Greyfriars Kirkyard, it's beautiful. It dates back to the early 1500s, so very old. It's located in the center of town, so there's a a lot of buildings surrounding it. And it's pretty big. There's herb gardens, a meadow, churches. It's like in this really big area. It's really idyllic and popular to visit during the daytime, but there are the specific areas that are known to be haunted. 
I was going to say, I feel like this place is probably so beautiful. Oh, it is. And because it's super old, it has some statues that are angels and really some that are like kind of macabre and creepy looking because they're older. You know how really old cemeteries back then had kind of creepy statues a lot of the times. That's one thing. Let us know, you guys your thoughts. I feel like some people think it's disrespectful to walk around in cemeteries, and I get that, but then there are, I know, there are a lot of people who walk around for their workout, you know? Yeah, and especially at older cemeteries, it's kind of fun to walk around and see the older, you know, art design and architecture of, um, there's always, like, mausoleums and really old stuff like yeah. that. That's cool to see sometimes. I agree. As long as you're just, like, knowledgeable of being there and knowing that some people are there to visit loved ones. Yeah. As long as you're being respectful, I think that's what matters. And before we even get into the ghosts, let me just say that this um, cemetery is also popular because it's in short walking distance to the Elephant House Cafe, where J.K. Rowling famously started to write Harry Potter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so of course fans from all over the world come to that cafe, and diehard fans have also um, spotted that at Greyfriars Kirkyard there is a headstone that says Thomas Riddle on it. Many fans believe J.K. Rowling probably was inspired to use the name Tom Riddle. From, That's pretty cool. Yeah, from like getting coffee at this cafe and maybe going over to the cemetery and walking after that. So even if you're not there for the ghosts, it is really cool because people like to go there and there's a lot of notes and flowers left on that particular grave from um, Harry Potter fans. So that part's really cool too. So obviously this is like a really historic and cultural area of town. So it's really, really popular for people to go here. And that's why it's known to be so haunted because there's a ton of experiences. And let's get into that. Yes. Give me the paranormal. So many say, honestly, that Greyfriars Kirkyard is the most haunted cemetery in the, in the world. Um, and it's mostly because it has a really kind of just volatile history. Well, I'll just start off with this. So in the early 1800s, there was an underground trade of stolen corpses in the Edinburgh area. The University of Edinburgh, they had a really prestigious medical program at the time. And so it was like when people were really interested in human anatomy and wanted, wanted to study the human body... So sadly, people began grave robbing and selling corpses on like a black market to students who would study them. It's very dark, but it's not uncommon. I swear that's in Frankenstein. And there's actually a famous American horror movie from 1945 called The Body Snatcher. It's like with Boris Karloff. It's pretty big. And it's set in Edinburgh, Scotland, and it revolves around a doctor, a taxi driver, and an assistant who steal corpses for medical purposes. And then, like, you know, some scary stuff happens. Seems like it was based on true events. Yeah, so, I mean, it kind of was, which is crazy to think about. So, that's already going on at this cemetery. That's, you know, some of the history already. So, already creepy from from the 1800s. So, 
Grave robbing at the time was really big, and when you visit the cemetery, you can still see that there are metal bars and frames placed on the outside of graves. And people at the time, because the grave robbing was so bad in the 1800s, would put this giant cage around the coffin so no one could break in and steal anything from them. And so still to this day, there are a lot of graves in Greyfriars Kirkyard that still have the cages and everything like that that you can see. I mean, I guess that's cool in a historic sense, but that's pretty serious. Yep. And there's more history that kind of relates to a famous haunting here. So a lot of people will talk about what they call the Mackenzie Poltergeist that happens at the cemetery. The name comes from a spirit um, who was a man known as George Mackenzie. And he, George Mackenzie had a really, really bad reputation on earth. He was known as a ruthless persecutor in the 1700s of a group called the Scottish Covenanters. I won't get into this too heavily, but it was basically a Presbyterian group that was being prosecuted in the 1600s into the 1700s, and people were being, you know, killed in masses, which was really sad. Um, George Mackenzie was a person who was a persecutor of this group, and people were really afraid of him because he was known to be brutal in his killings and... Kind of giving, like, Vlad the Impaler vibes, you know? Yeah. That's what I kept thinking when I was reading about him. So he was really not a nice person at all. He obviously dealt with killing a lot of people, which is horrible. And he was buried in this churchyard here. When George Mackenzie passed away, his body was sent to Greyfriars Kirkyard, and it was placed into this large mausoleum Some people call it the Black Mausoleum. You know, it's large, creepy, macabre-looking. I'm surprised his body didn't get snatched. Well, so nothing really happened in the cemetery around that mausoleum until 1999. And a homeless man was looking for a place to sleep. And I guess it was really dark. And I don't know if he knew what he was getting himself into, but he stumbled into the cemetery and he opened the black mausoleum for the first time in centuries. Horrible. Like, hocus pocus, basically. And by doing this, many people really believe that he released the spirit of George Mackenzie back into the graveyard to continue to terrorize the world, basically. And when I first heard this, I was like, okay, this sounds like, you know, a Stephen King novel, but... There is actually kind of a lot of weight to this because after that event happened, the Edinburgh City Council continued to get contacted by locals and a lot of people in town saying that when they were visiting Greyfriars Kirkyard that they were getting attacked by something that they couldn't see. Of course, you know, the council, they were skeptical because it sounds very dramatic, but there started to be so many reports and they were very similar. So Edinburgh, they just like locked up that little part so no one could really go in the mausoleum anymore. Um, And so they closed that part and there was also rumors, I think, of people going in there for like drug activity. So either way, the 
the council was like, no, we're just not letting people go into that area anymore. So then a local man living next to the cemetery had a great idea that he was like, okay, I'm going to host some ghost tours. So he asked the city council for permission to host ghost tours. This was going into 2000s. And the council agreed. His name was Mr. Jan Andrew Henderson. And so he got permission to do the mausoleum tours. This is again when activity like really started to pick up. So um, Mr. Henderson, he had already given ghost tours in the area of Edinburgh and some other historic areas. He was familiar with kind of running a ghost tour and everything like that. But when he started to take people to the Black Mausoleum, he said that he saw experiences that he had never seen in any of his other tours in Edinburgh. He did an interview in scotsman.com that was published. So Mr. Henderson said, quote, I'm a very scientific person and I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not, but I just don't have an explanation for the sheer number of people who have collapsed, had their fingers broken or whatever. I've even had phone calls from two people who say their partner have now been committed and blame it on the ghost, end quote. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's intense. So people basically say that whenever you go to um, the cemetery, when you're specifically around the mausoleum or when they were going inside, that people were just getting physically attacked, like pushing, pulling, you know, bruises. Some people were getting scratched and cut. And Edinburgh, I think, um, at one point had over 350 claims of people being physically attacked when they were visiting. Oh my God. They're like about to sue the city. And there were reports of 170 people collapsing when they were on a tour. So it's just, yeah, people, you know, even if you aren't getting cut, people are saying that you just feel sick and, you know, it's just a very physical experience whenever you're visiting there. And Mr. Henderson, who ran the ghost tours, also told the writer in um, the Scotsman article that his entire flat was burnt down when he was giving the tours And it destroyed all of his research and paperwork that he had regarding the Mackenzie poltergeist. And Mr. Henderson was so freaked out by this that he stopped offering his tour service and he just let basically kind of like another person run the tours instead. He, he saw his sign and he ran with it. <laughs> Basically, he was like, okay, the flat got burnt down with all my research. I think that's enough. So, yeah, this kind of experience where people are getting basically assaulted is what they nicknamed the Mackenzie Poltergeist. But that is, you know, not the only haunting at Greyfriars Kirkyard. There is also an area that was formerly known as the Covenanters Prison, where the Scottish Covenanters that we previously discussed, they were held, um, a lot of them were captured. And it said that, this is so horrible, that at one point over 1,200 individuals were committed to this little prison in Edinburgh, Scotland, during this mass incarceration, and only 250 were released. All the others had been killed in this area. Yeah, it's haunted. (laughs) Yep. 
Of course, that area, the Covenanters prison, is also in close proximity to the Black Mausoleum, which is also, people say, the irony of them burying um, George McKenzie, who was a persecutor of these people, and they put his grave in really close proximity to where a bunch of people that I'm sure he murdered were buried. It's kind of just even burying them in similar areas is, like, bad energy. So, yeah, their spirits can just, like, clash in the afterlife. I know. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, this Covenanters prison area is um, also in Greyfriars Kirkyard Cemetery. And there are, of course, other violent attacks in that area. More pushing, pulling, collapsing. So, basically, where from the Black Mausoleum to the Covenanters prison is where all of the activity with the ghost tours and everything like that happens. There's also been people, like, burned and stuff. Horrible. I read, too, in an article by, um... Oh, I don't remember where I read this. I'll link it below which specific one. But I read that there were two separate exorcisms that were performed at the cemetery. Uh, but in an article by eatdrinktravel.com, they allege that both of the exorcisms failed and that shortly after one, one of the exorcists died of a heart attack. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Following all of that activity, the Covenanters prison was also closed off to the public. They're not taking any risks. Yeah, I feel like the council, Edinburgh City Council, was probably like, someone is going to end up suing us for this, so. But, okay, so I was reading through comments, of course, on eatdrinktravel.com. I love when there are blog posts and they'll leave it open for people to comment because, of course, people are going to comment experiences that they had. So, it was a really great article, too. And, first of all, the author of the Eat, Drink, Travel article, they went on a tour and took pictures and stuff, and they said that when they were on the tour, at one point, they did experience their legs being really tingly and cold from the knee down. And they said, um, I believe that they were with their partner, and it was in mid-July, and, like, no one else was cold. So, that was kind of weird. And in the comments... They said, if anyone else has had an experience, comment down below. And so, of course, you know, I was reading the hell out of those. (laughs) And so I found a couple good ones. One user named Penny commented in 2020, quote, My family and I visited the churchyard yesterday evening. We were listening to a tour guide giving a talk about the graveyard and wandering around on our own. We didn't really take much notice, to be honest. My daughter and I peered into the mausoleum mausoleum through the iron gates and a stone hit the doors from inside the doors making us jump we thought it was a bird trapped inside or something so peered in again only to have what sounded like a handful of stones being thrown at us from inside again that's creepy as we stepped away the air around us suddenly felt ice cold and my daughter gave out a loud yell there was nothing around us apart from myself and her her hair had been pulled really hard from behind and she was nearly in tears as it was so painful. Her side was also hurting, so I, lis- I lifted her sweat top to find what looked like a large red welt on her side and a deep scratch that was bleeding. We were both stunned and I still can't find a reasonable explanation for any of this. Dot, 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 end quote. 
Yeah, that spirit definitely wants you guys to go. Yep. That's why it's like, you know, this place is really scary and that's why it's haunted. And obviously that's why it's haunted. But I mean, that's why it's so many people have experiences because it's not necessarily, you know, you see ghosts or anything crazy, but it's hard to deny that there's energy there when so many people go and have physical experiences from children to adults, you know? Yeah. It's like something is definitely going on there. Yeah. And of course, then you find out about all the history there and as horrible as it is, all the spirits there and the tragedy of a lot of the lives that were ended there. The energy is just not, not, not good. It's potent. Yep. Okay. Another user, Neil Davidson commented, quote, I did this tour in February, 2007, along with the Edinburgh Crips. One of the ladies on the tour took sick and was about to pass out when she was escorted out of the graveyard by a guide and her husband. Not long after, we were stood in one of the open tombs in a, in a semi-circular fashion facing the doorway whilst the guy spoke to us. In the doorway of the tomb opposite appeared a small boy peering around the entrance. He then proceeded to run between a few of the doorways and then disappeared inside one of them, not to be seen again. There were a few screams and screeches from people on the tour. The guide seemed visibly shaken, but then quite happy that something had happened on her tour. All in it added to the nighttime tour, and once over the shock of experiencing these things, everyone was buzzing. End quote. <laughs> oh, sounds fun, but also scary. <laughs> kind of scary, yeah. Another user, Amanda Jane Wellman, commented, quote, me and my partner watched Ghost Adventures on TV. One night, the ghost team were doing a lockdown in the Edinburgh vaults at night, but during the day, they visited Greyfriars Graveyard. I said, that looks like a place we could visit one day, as it only a few hours from where we live. My partner booked us an overnight stay as a surprise for me, and we visited the graveyard. All went well, without anything happening, but once we had looked at George Mackenzie's tomb, I smelled a sweet, sickly smell for the rest of the walk around the graveyard. My partner smelled nothing. We did not go through the gates of the Covenanters' prison part of the graveyard as they were locked, spent the rest of the evening walking and having a few drinks in bars in Edinburgh town. And what a town it is. Such a beautiful place, day or night. We'll be back again soon. <laughs> That's cute. I'm glad people are having a really good time. But that's gross. Like, the, the spirit just, like, farted. Like, <laughs> right? It is disgusting. Like, it's just crazy, you know, all these people who have these physical experiences. Can you imagine that you're that bad of a person that you're just miserable in the afterlife and you just don't even want people to be around your grave? I don't know. Maybe they deserve it, though. Maybe they're stuck in limbo and they can't pack up pass on, but maybe that's what they get for being a bad person. I feel like it's, like, maybe the hateful energy that lives on and not even, like, them, like, a ghost, you know? It's just, like, their energy is, like, stuck in, like, the molecules of Earth. <laughs> it very well could be. Uh, okay, one last short comment from November 2021. So these are still recent. I did a tour last Thursday and took random shots. Later, when reviewing pics, I spotted I have captured a ghostly figure of a skeletal lady in a shroud between gravestones. I can add the pic onto the site if someone tells me how. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her how. I don't know how. Oh, But I was like, oh my god, I want the pic. Yeah, I would like to see. 
Okay, and I have one more tidbit that I save for the end. I didn't even tell you the most famous thing at Greyfriars Kirkyard. Ooh, what? It is the story of a small Sky Terrier known as the Greyfriars Bobby, a little dog. Aww. There's a bronze statue of Bobby at the gates of the cemetery <laughs> as he's watching the cemetery grounds. So the legend of Bobby started in the 1800s when Bobby's owner, obviously in Edinburgh, Scotland, passed away. And it was rumored that for the next 14 years, Bobby would go to his owner's grave at Greyfriars Kirkyard and stand over the grave and protect it. When Bobby passed away after those 14 years, he was buried next to his owner at Greyfriars Kirkyard. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. I know. It's a really adorable story. And the town of Edinburgh, you know, they totally love it. Everyone loves it. (laughs) They eat it up. (laughs) They totally, they eat Bobby up. (laughs) But historians and experts, you know, they say that based on records, it's probably unlikely that Bobby was, you know, actually doing this for 14 years. They, historians kind of point out that Bobby's frequency around the Kirkyard was most likely due to the attention from tourists and the food he was given. I don't care. I believe in Bobby and his story. I know. It's a totally adorable story, and his statue is precious. There's even, like, a little fountain for him. Bobby has his own gravestone as well. Oh, my gosh. There's a local pub called Greyfriar Bobby's Bar, and there have been books written about Bobby... Dating back to a historical count in 1902. And what? Then, yeah. And then a more theatrical storybook version in 1912. And there have been two movies made about Bobby. <laughs> His impact. <laughs> oh my god. The first is a 1961 Disney film called Greyfriars Bobby, The True Story of a Dog. I was like, what the, so uncreative. <laughs> yeah, and like, what's going to be in it? Like, the True Story of a Dog. Wow. And then 2006, um, a UK film called The Adventures of Greyfriars Bobby. Wow. He's a legend. Wow, Bobby. Yeah, so I figured I would end on Bobby and his significance because he's a shining light. So is Bobby a ghost, though? No, he's just like a statue, and a lot of people just like this cute little story. He was story. just a good boy. Yeah, he was just a very good boy, and uh, that's just like a story. And a, that's just another reason why a lot of people go to Greyfriars Kirkyard is because <laughs> just to like see the Bobby statue, honestly, in the little fountain. So Aww. that's another reason why, you know. I want to go and see the Bobby statue. Yeah, even if you don't want to go on the ghost tours, and I wouldn't blame you if you don't want to go and get physically ill, <laughs> you could still go. To the cafe where J.K. Rowling started writing Harry Potter. Walk on over, see Bobby's statue, see Tom Riddle's grave. You could walk by the Black Mausoleum, walk by the Covenanters' prison if it's not still gated off. And if you want to see the ghost tours, go book a tour and let us know how it is. Yeah, I want to go. We should make a trip. I know, I would go too, but then I would be like, oh my god, what happens if we really do get pushed and get sick and collapse? We'll survive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well one day Jackie and I will be going to Scotland and going on a tour. And getting physically ill. (laughs) 
Let us know if you guys have ever been to, you know, um, anywhere that was haunted and you had a physical experience like that, where even if it wasn't, you saw something, you know, if you felt sick or anxiety or something like that, let us know. Yeah. Let us know on Instagram, your guys's paranormal stories. We would love to hear them. We love scary stories. Yeah. And let me know if you've heard of Greyfriars Kirkyard. I've never heard of it. Even though people say it's the most haunted cemetery in the world. I haven't either, but I liked it, and I liked hearing about Bobby. (laughs) Thank you. We love Bobby. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening. We love you, too. We will see you guys next time on another episode of Ooh, That's Creepy. Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at Ooh, That's Creepy Podcast, or send us an email at Ooh, That's Creepy Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.